you clicked on this podcast, so I'm sure you realize it's going to be a weird episode today. This episode is entitled The Story of the Shrunken Head. And if it sounds weird, it's only going to get weirder from here on out. So welcome to our show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yeah, hi, welcome. This is uh, Tuesday, August the 8th. We're happy to have you here on our daily podcast called Certified Mama's Boy. Three principles on this show. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now. I, I don't believe the story you're about to hear. Okay, and I got to tell you, it's also very disturbing. So just know that going into this, that like this is probably one of the most unbelievable stories I think we've ever told on the podcast. It's too weird to like for, that any of us should walk away being like, mm, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> well, okay, mom, what, what in the world happened? I, I'm no, still like, I, wait, what? I, I, think, I think maybe you heard something wrong or something. No, I wouldn't believe this either. If this was not a good friend that I know and trust to be sane. Okay. Okay. So my friend and her husband moved to another city. Okay. They were invited over by another couple for the first time mm-hmm. to their house. And their the friends that invited them also invited another couple over. Well, during the course of the evening, they suggested that they go to the other couple's house because they lived in a $10 million house that was just unbelievable. And my friend's... The people that invited her really thought that my friend would enjoy seeing this house. Which, like, that's weird, right? A little bit strange. So they're they're yeah. hanging out at one person's house, and all of a sudden, they're like, hey, we should go to this other person's house. It's really nice. Plus they, yeah, plus they invited them over for pizza to order pizza, which never happened. Anyway, so. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let, me, let, me, let me set the scene right. So mm-hmm. your friend got invited over to a friend's house, and the friend was uh-huh. like, hey, we're going to have pizza. Uh-huh. And they came over to the friend's house, uh-huh. and they didn't actually have pizza there at all. They're like, but we should go to this other house. Mm-hmm. It, this mm-hmm. alone already sounds like a scary movie, right? Crazy. Like it's, it's not how normal human – and listen, I don't even know how normal human inter- interactions typically go because I don't <laughs> usually have them. But like, what – like that's okay. alone. It's weird just being like, okay, oh, well, my friend's coming. And like, they also, they have a, like, okay, anyway, continue. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they all get in the cars, go to this other couple's mm-hmm. house, which is a $10 million house. Looks like a museum. Okay. It's beautiful, amazing. And then they, the guy says, well, I want you to come see the cellar. And they walk down to the cellar and it's kind of creepy. And, my friend was like, oh, this is really bizarre because it was dark and, you know, the house is old, so it's yeah. kind of, you know, musty. And and he said, I, I want to show you something. He brought out a box and he pulled out of that box a shrunken head <laughs> of a woman. And my other friends or the other friends, the other couple knew about it, right? And what was my their reaction? Friend, like, what, like, what's everyone's reaction right now? Because this is, y'all like, see why I don't go to parties in the first place? Like, <laughs> what in the hell? I'm stuck in your damn basement over here and you're pulling uh-huh. out human heads. Uh huh. And my like, friend was what? like, oh my God, this is the way we're going to die. 
We're yeah. going to die here. Oh, just so freaked out. And plus, Don't they never here. ordered dinner, right? So they were already at this other couple's house. Starving, anyway. by the way. I'd be like, y'all got some carrot sticks or something? This is getting... <laughs> Y'all promised us pizza in the first place. Y'all didn't get the pizza. Now I got like this weird ass head. I know. <laughs> like what? We didn't come for the head. They are all. Y'all got a charcuterie board or something? We can oh, they had a charcuterie board when they oh, first got there. Of course they, they did. had that. Forgot that. It's like all, all, but that's all psycho. All. all psychos have charcuterie boards in their yeah, house. Yeah, exactly. So. What? Anyway, I mean, this, this guy said that he inherited this from his family and that there was a museum in this town that was wanting to buy it from him, but he wasn't going to sell it. But this is a thing. It's called shrunken heads. I just don't understand. Who in the world would want the head, a human shrunken head in their house? And then they said, we think our house is haunted. My friend's like, no shit. I mean, excuse me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're, I wonder why. I mean, Could it I be, can assure I, I don't know. you that it is. Is it possibly the human head you have in the basement? Was it <laughs> yeah. like, was it like a Could full, whose head is it? Be? I don't know. It's some woman. But it says, I looked this up, and it says that they're called Santas. Or shrunken heads are an ancient traditional technique of the Havaro Indians from northern Peru and southern Ecuador, and they were made from enemies' heads cut on a battlefield. Then, during spiritual ceremonies, enemies' heads were carefully reduced through boiling and heating in an attempt to lock the enemy's spirit and protect the killers from spiritual revenge. What? But like, well, like okay, fine, fine. Right. I'm not here to like insult anybody's kind of like mm. traditions. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, wh- why do they have it? <laughs> I don't know. They, I mean, he just, the guy just is proud of it that he's. Rich people are so weird a sometimes. A collector of it. I mean, he is really crazy. This Wait, guy. did you tell me too? Because my mom kind of gave me like the, the cliff notes. Did you say that it still grows hair on it? Mm-hmm. The hair still grows. How is that possible? I don't. No, I just don't know. My friend's so freaked out. I mean, it's like, what? I was like, well, I assure you, those people are not your tribe. Yeah, what? No. What in the world? No. She said that was the strangest night of her life. Do y'all understand now why I just stayed home? (laughs) It's like, what can you do? Let's all just imagine being in that situation. And like, wait, so did she know? Did she know the other people? Like no. the pizza party people that well? Oh, like, no. No, no, no. Her husband was a husband's colleague at work. Okay. So they weren't like friends or anything. Because I'm, I'm wondering, like, no. if you're new to a situation like that, yeah. and then all of a sudden somebody's just like, hey, let's – this whole thing is giving me anxiety. It's giving me so much anxiety. Hey, let's just go to my fr- – right there. I would have I been freaked out. They, somebody said, let's just go to my friend's house. You should see it. I'd already be like, that's a weird, that's a weird request to do, right? <laughs> Like, yeah. like, if we were going to do that, that should have been the first point of destination. It shouldn't Correct. have been. Why didn't they just go to their house <laughs> in the beginning it and order pizza yeah, and where, eat? Did they ever get the pizza? No. <laughs> no. And they, and they had a hard time getting away from these people. I mean, like, they just couldn't get away. They got home at 1.30 a.m. 
and fixed eggs and something. I mean, they they were starving. I mean, do you see though? Do you understand? It's I, the I weirdest need, thing. I need everyone to understand ever why I just stay at home. Mm-hmm. Like why I just mind my own business and stay at home because like mm-hmm. what in the world? Like once you go out into the world, you meet people and people are like inherently <laughs> yeah. weird, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe they're not. This is the problem. It's like you could meet your very best friend, right? Or like your future yeah. partner. Oh yeah. And if you you're in also, a new city, you're, yeah. you're, you want to try to meet people and get acclimated. You could also uh, end up in someone's basement with a damn head. Yeah. It's just like why you just don't need to do that. This is why it literally <laughs> – I keep my circle so small. Y'all go, oh, Graham, you got to get out of there. You got to go sport. No, I don't. I'm good. Mm. Because I don't even know what I would have done. First off, if I was anywhere past 10 p.m., I'd be pissed in the first place. Yeah, and right. Somebody's like, we got dinner coming. And like, y'all be uh-huh. hangry as hell, right? Uh-huh. I'm hey, where's this freaking pizza you said we're going to have? Uh-huh. And then you're going to pull out some some head bullshit? Like, oh, uh-huh. we are. Well, who we are... would even have an appetite after that? <laughs> <laughs> that's a very uncomfortable situation. I just, I've never heard. Oh, is that anybody not the heard most that biz- before? That's the most bizarre thing I've ever heard. I've never he- heard of a shrunken skull. Never heard of any of that. No. No. It's mm-hmm. weird. It's a very, 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 it's very bizarre situation. Weird. Has anyone ever heard of anything so bizarre. Well, I gotta, I gotta say this too. And if you have a story, we always love to hear your stories too. Like mm-hmm. if you've ever like went to somebody's house and there's had something extremely uncomfortable over there and there's nothing you can do about it. Cause like, what are you going to do? You can't be like, well, I gotta go now. Like, I mean, I guess you could, <laughs> but most people probably aren't going to be rude. Right. Like, if you ever went to somebody's house, and they had something that was just terrible and you couldn't leave. Like My I want to hear her husband are the nicest two people in the world. They would never insult anybody. See, I just, I, and uh-huh. I don't think I would either. I don't, I don't think most of us I think most mm-hmm. of us probably would have done the exact same thing. We would have just sat there and mm-hmm. been like, well, like, <laughs> this is what we got to sit through because we decided we had to leave the house. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd be so mad. I'm just imagining, I'm just imagining the situation like having a partner and then my partner's like, hey, listen, we're going to go to my coworker's house tonight mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to be chill though. It's a super chill night. Like, and I'm like, I don't really want to go. Like, I don't really like, we got to. We're just going to order pizza. Let's have just a stay home. Beers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just stay home and just like chill. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they're like, we're in somebody's somebody else's basement with a damn head. Like, no, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing that. Like that. That's grounds for like separation at least, not divorce, but separation. <laughs> Six months. Well, he owes her big time. I'd say. Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't know about any. That just that just gives me massive anxiety. The whole story gives me anxiety. <sighs> okay, terrible. I want to play a game called "Will the King of Routine Actually Break His Routine?" Okay, mm-hmm. and I am I am the in case you don't know me. Hi, I'm Steve Kramer, Steve Yancey, mm-hmm. and uh, I am the king of routine. Meaning, I friggin' love doing the exact same thing every single day, and like every day can be different, but like it's the, the same like day of the week. It has a very mm-hmm. consistent schedule to it, and I love it. I mm-hmm. friggin' love it. Okay, so like for for example, over the weekend, like I I woke up and I. I went for my, I've been, for some reason, I guess because I'm at the, the age where people, like, you just walk now. There's no real destination point, but you just get mm-hmm. out and walk. Right. So I got up and I, I went for my, my Saturday morning walk because I've been doing mm-hmm. that recently. And I mm-hmm. came home and I made the exact same breakfast that I've been making for about three years now. So delicious. I played my video games. I mm-hmm. went to my yoga thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like literally, I, just, I do the same thing over mm-hmm. and over and over again right mm-hmm. i love it i love knowing that way okay so king of routine here we go uh, there i by a a weird s- chance of circumstance i found out that one of my favorite comedians is mm. going to be in town 
tonight. And by tonight, oh. I have to tell this unfortunately in real time because it won't make any sense if I say yesterday. You'll understand. Uh-huh. John Oliver, who hosts the show last uh, last week tonight, oh. is in town for one night only over oh. at, if you live in Baltimore, he's at the Hippodrome Theater. I've heard nothing about this, by the way. I've heard mm-hmm. no advertising. I've seen no advertising. I've, I've heard nothing about this, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and the only reason I found out was because I was going to look up the schedule for other shows. This is like where the, the you know, most of the cities, most cities, wherever you live, have like where the Broadway shows come. And I, I thought for some reason that one of the shows was this week because I saw some some press stuff going on, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. But at the same time, I said, oh my God, John Oliver is in town tonight, right? Mm. So, okay, here we go. I, It's a Monday night, right? At the time mm-hmm. of recording, it's a Monday friggin' night, okay? Mm-hmm. Which is a really inconvenient, it's like the absolute, well, I think Sunday night probably be the absolute worst night. Yes. But Monday night's Monday pretty, night's the second. <laughs> pretty damn bad. I don't have tickets to this show. I have no mm-hmm. tickets as of right now. The time of recording is 3.40 in the afternoon. The show's mm-hmm. at 7.30. Not only that is... And if you live on the East Coast and you know Monday night and, and hell, by tomorrow, this podcast may not even be exi- in existence because we may have all gotten blown away by this crazy storm that's supposed to come through the the East Coast today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't have the exact details on it, but just so you know, if you're living on the West Coast, we have some kind of weird storm system coming through, uh, which I, I know that weird weather. Mom, do you know anything about it? I'm sure Dad's been talking his ear off about it, but there's something. No, it's I just like, know it's going all, all, all up and down the coast because it's going from Atlanta all the way up to Washington and well, but we don't up to Pennsylvania, yeah. in fact. We don't typically have to worry about tornadoes here. Um mm-hmm. In, in Maryland, but like we're under a tornado warning, warning, mm-hmm. watch, whatever, whatever. Like basically it's like, Hey, watch out. There might be tornadoes. Now at time of recording, it's, it's 50, 50 clouds and sun. There's not a, not a drop of air. It's, it's humid outside. I was going to go right outside today, but I didn't, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, the point is like there, there could be shitty weather tonight. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. As of right now, it's supposed to be happening at two o'clock. It's three forty, and it's mostly sunny right now. Um, I, I don't know if, the king of routine who really just probably needs to go to bed tonight. I've got, I've got nobody to go with, right? I've got not mm-hmm. one, one soul to go with. Mm-hmm. Does the king of routine go buy a last minute ticket to go see one of his favorite comedians or, mm-hmm. and knowing that I, if I do this, I'm going to feel uncomfortable most of the time knowing that I've got to like count backwards. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, it's seven 30. I gotta get over there. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Well, there's a storm. Eh, oh my God. It's Monday night. Eh. And because typically I'll go to the Broadway shows here. Right. But like mm-hmm. I, by then I I've already like mentally planned for it. Like I've got the show lined up for the next day so I could kind of do less work in the morning mm-hmm. and like do it. This is like, this is 40 year old Steve Kramer saying like F it. I'm just going to go spend. I don't even know how much money and, mm-hmm. and go to the show. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, not, not should I? Because I think I think most of you are saying, "Oh yeah, go live your life. That's great. This is what you've been trying trying to do is like add more stuff to your life, right?" <laughs> um, the question is, will I actually end up doing it or not? Knowing mm-hmm. me, mom, for forty years, you're literally the first person that ever met me. Um, <laughs> do you, do you think I'll actually break through this anxiety of being completely out of routine? And actually, we'll go to the show tonight, or I'll just make a million excuses of why I shouldn't go because I've already got a million excuses of why I shouldn't go. Mm-hmm. I I would say normally it would be fifty fifty, but now I think it's sixty forty that you won't because because of the weather. I mean, and I think that will be a big deterrent for you. It makes me sad, honestly. Like, I love. How about this? I'll turn this to you. Do you love your job but hate what it comes with? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I hate Most the fact that like do. 
<laughs> well, I just wonder, like, I don't know if, if I don't know what most people do. Like, for example, I love what I do. I love I love hosting the radio show. Mm-hmm. I absolutely hate knowing that, like, basically Sunday, the only night I can ever do something maybe is possibly Saturday night if I'm not exhausted. Mm-hmm. Right. Knowing that, like, because you're like, well, what about Friday night? No, Friday night, I'm literally Mm-mm. mentally drained from the week. I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got one day I can go to see a comedy show or go to somebody's house and see a shrunken head or, <laughs> you know, whatever. That's my one my one night out of the week where I can actually go do something, especially mm-hmm. with this podcasting schedule, too. It's just kind of like there's just a lot going on throughout the, the day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I hate that. Like, I hate I hate that, like, it completely screws up my schedule because again this is one of my favorite comedians right like yeah i think most of you most of you be like okay well i gotta be at work at eight tomorrow so you know if i am a little sluggish getting up Mm. that's okay i I can half-ass it because i can't even half-ass it y'all like i I don't even get like Mm. a half-ass time Mm -hmm. like my job Mm -hmm. consists of getting up and like being on i'm Mm -hmm. not just like at six o'clock in the morning like i can I can basically mess around till, you know, until 6 a.m. But at 6 a.m., I've got to sound, at least sound and mentally process like I'm awake, you know, for four mm-hmm. hours, by the way, which is absolutely terrible with a hangover. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I can equate it to is if you ever had to give a presentation in front of like a large group of people and you're hungover, it's like the absolute worst. One of the reasons why I don't drink again, too, because mm-hmm. it's like just too hard to like keep up with. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I really like it's it's making me sad that I can't just say, yes, I want to go. And I wish that my schedule kind of lended to it. And mm-hmm. then I'm also trying to push myself out of my own comfort zone and being like, just go, like, just, mm-hmm. go just do, it. do it. Just do it. Like, I know it's going to be a little, because I mean, I don't really mind going to things by myself, but I've never been to a comedy show by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not true. I've been to one, which was absolutely terrible. Let me tell you, let me give you a Uh-oh. fair warning about going to a comedy show by yourself. You are absolutely at the hands of being heckled if you're sitting up close. You're absolutely oh. at the, the, the just, oh, you are no. a prime target. I went to go, it's when I lived in Phoenix, actually. I went to go see um, Donnell Rollins, who was on the Chappelle show. And I love the Chappelle show. And I wanted to go see him. And my now ex-wife, I forget, she was either sick or something happened. She couldn't go anymore. So like, it was like last minute. I'm like, you know, I'm still going to go. I should go. <laughs> So I went and like, y'all, and our seats were like up close and I was like, mm. shit, like this is, I think it's the only time in my life where I'm like, I don't want to be here <laughs> because I don't you even remember. Like a target. Yeah, it just felt uneasy the whole entire time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll catch up tomorrow. Do you think I don't John know. Oliver does that though? I don't think he's like a heckler kind of guy. I don't think I he's don't like that. I don't think so. Make fun of uh of the audience, but I've never I don't know. I've never seen a stand up before like that. Like I mean, I've, it just he's, well, he's What are the chances you would get to see him again though? I mean, I know and that's what I'm around? saying too. I know. I mean, you've never seen him advertise I've never, before. I've never seen him before and like is it worth dropping 100 and some odd bucks to go by myself? Mm. I mean, I don't know. I got Legos I got to pay for nowadays. It's like <laughs> I had a morning show conference. It's going to cost me an arm and a leg this week. But also YOLO. Um, okay. So let's do our, let's do our quote for today, mom. Okay. It's from Holly Alyssa Bruno. To take that second chance, we need to notice where we are and be open to the possibility of growing. Hmm. Hmm. Well, this is not like taking a second chance that you're talking about, but we do need to be open to the possibility of growing. 
Well, like, so I don't know. Is, is going to a this show is a on growth a, moment? Is that growth, though? It sounds yeah, wildly irresponsible. Going by yourself? Well, that, going by myself is fine. Again, on a weeknight? Like, it's, it's, it's more of the, is that, is that, oh my gosh, should I be proud of myself? Oh, I'm so out of my comfort zone right now. But like, really, it's, it's a wildly irresponsible if you think about it. Like, I've got no business going to anything on a Monday night when I got to wake up at four o'clock the next morning. Like, that's, that's, mm. That's literally irresponsible. I think there's a fine line we have to discuss when it comes to being out of your comfort zone and being mm-hmm. in the irresponsible zone. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think we ride that line very closely when it comes to which one is this. And I think that going out on a weeknight when you've got to host a radio show the next morning is just not good. And that's not good, not not good for business, if you will. You know, well, Jess does it occasionally, doesn't she? Uh, not really during the week. No, no, I can't mm. think of many times where Jess is like, I was out last night. Like, I can't mm. really, mm. I mean, Friday, Saturday, maybe, but like, no, mm. we were pretty, because it's hard. Honestly, it's like, it's such, it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. You feel like shit. Like, you feel like absolute yeah. shit. And like, you've got to like keep a smile on. You got to do, you can't just be like, I'm tired. And typically, like, when I worked on previous shows, especially in San Diego, it was nice because I got five, four people around me. Uh, four or five people around me at all times. And so right. easily just kind of sit back and like somebody could pick it up. Right. Point the, we, mm-hmm. we call it like, like point the spotlight on somebody, you know? So mm-hmm. like, Hey, I'm the spotlight on my other co-host and like, we can tell her stories today and like focus on her. I could mm-hmm. get in and out of the segments, but then like, that's it. That's all I got to worry about. Right. But not man, not, uh-uh. not when there's just two, not when there's two, you know, and if she's, in, if she's having a day too, then we're Oof. really in trouble. Oof. Anyway, hang on. Let's go back to the quote. Okay. The quote again was you to take that second chance. We need to notice where we are and be open to the possibility of growing. Somebody actually asked me the other day, they said, are you glad you took the chance and went to Maryland and <laughs> um, to start your new radio show? Mm-hmm. And I still to this day don't know how to answer that question. Hmm. Now we're coming up on the three year anniversary, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, me start doing this radio show mm-hmm. and it'll be uh, September about, a, yeah, I think it actually was September 7th or 8th or 9th or something like that. Um, so we're coming up on three years. Right. Mm-hmm. And I still don't know how to answer that question. Um, I don't know. Moving to Maryland's brought like a lot of good things and a lot of not so great things with it. Um, mm-hmm. As in no, all I, things. Yeah, I've really uh, my I I will say that work has been probably the least toxic that's ever been, which has been nice. I'm not working mm-hmm. with anybody like anybody got to worry about or you know, I trust Jess and she trusts mm-hmm. me and we, you know, we get along really well. Uh, mm-hmm. Our boss is not a psycho. Um mm-hmm. I mean, we, we we I definitely deal with challenges, but not like we not like I have before in the past. Right. Um but again, moving here also has been like a big hit on my personal life, right? Like I just mm-hmm. still don't quite feel like I fit in here. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't f- quite feel like home yet, which is kind of sad after three years to be feel like you're kind of a visitor, you know, mm-hmm. in somebody else's city. Yes. Um, even though I'm feeling better, but it's still, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it'll ever feel like home. I'm not sure if I'll ever get the place, like time and place where I'll be like, oh yeah, like I'm, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm fine here. It's fine, mm-hmm. you know, but it still doesn't feel like home. Mm-hmm. And that's, 
that sucks. Like I, if I'm being honest, like that, that part sucks. I don't really have like a big friend group. I, I do have more friends now with right. now that I've kind of tapped into people that are more like me. Right. Um, but uh, again, you know, like kind of going back to the quote, like, do I, am I glad I took that, that chance and came mm-hmm. here? Um, I don't know because I don't know what would have happened. <laughs> you know, right, I mean, exactly. I don't know what would have happened if I stayed. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I don't know. The alternatives didn't look that great at the time. No, the options that I had, it was it was probably the it was yeah, it was the best option professionally for sure. I mean, I was mm-hmm. had a couple different opportunities, but we we're y'all got to remember we were in the middle of COVID. Which remember COVID? What the hell? Mm-hmm. Um, so, do I think it was the best option at the time? Yeah, I do mm-hmm. think it was probably the best option at the time. Now that we're out of COVID and things are a little bit more back to normal, do I wish I would have stayed? I don't know. I can't answer that question because my mm-hmm. life is way more peaceful here. Yeah. Um, personally, it's peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um, professionally, it's peaceful. And there's something really valuable about that to me. It's really made me realize I don't have to live in a constant state of anxiety, which has been a very valuable life lesson to me that mm-hmm. I don't think I could have learned any other way other than actually finding peace and then mm-hmm. knowing what those moments feel like that aren't peaceful and knowing that I don't want to gravitate towards that anymore, you know, right. because That's I just right. lived in like this, this, I mean, at work it was it, in San Diego oh. it was constantly just like anxiety filled. Mm-hmm. My, you know, personal life was like constantly anxiety filled, but like now mm-hmm. I really feel settled mm-hmm. and at peace and kind of like way more mature than I was, you know, three mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. But I don't know when I talked about a second chance of taking the, like, you know, taking the leap of faith. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's hard to really answer that question. Well, you, know? you know, and and what she says about being open to the possibility of growing. I mean, you you have been open to that while you've been there. Sure. Which is one reason that you're feeling as peaceful and content within yourself as you are. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, I think we have to, to really think about where we are and, you know, be open. Right. Mm-hmm. Today's podcast is brought to you by Care Of. Care Of is a subscription service that ships high-quality personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every single month. It really is a great tool, especially if you need, if you want to be the king of consistency like me. Like, like I thrive in having consistency that like we talked about, right? So I know that every month I don't have to worry about refilling this or refilling that. Like it literally, they ship the exact supplements I need to my house every single day. Plus, Care of also helps you track your wellness program, uh, pro- sorry, progress through their now thoroughly designed companion app, which has been really cool to use too. Health is personal, so that's why it takes the guesswork out of what supplements are actually best suited for you. You take a short, in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and your health goals for a personalized doctor-backed recommendation. And then basically, they ship you these little pouches every day. You just rip off the pouch, the ones that's right for you because they'll give you the recommendations. You say, yeah, I want to try that or I don't. You can switch it up or your, you know, if your needs, your goals change, you can adjust anytime to match your routine. I've probably switched mine up two to three times a year as I'm trying to work on different things, right? So I really do. Listen, if you're trying to like get into a good routine of health, I recommend Care Of. It really is great. And plus, since you're a podcast listener, you really do get... Uh, a, a great discount to try this. Like if you're if you're a supplement person or want to be, it's fifty percent off your first order. So you can try it for a month, see what you think, and if it is something you benefit from, you feel better. It's easy for you. You find it super convenient, and the companion app works for you. And like keep going, right? Fifty percent off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter code Kramer five zero. It's takecareof.com. Enter code Kramer five zero. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Certified fans, don't forget that we have got our State of the Pod address coming up on Monday. I say the 13th or 14th, whatever that day is. Monday is the, I don't know, uh, this upcoming Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be uh, 5 p.m. 14th. The 14th, thank you, uh, on the West Coast. And we are going to discuss some changes and growth of Certified Mama's Boy. And I hope that if you can't watch live and comment, because I really will be looking for your feedback on a couple things that we're going to be talking about. But what I want to be able to do is hopefully you'll get a chance to actually watch it throughout the um the week maybe because really by the end of next week i want to be able to have some decisions made about where we're going to go with this podcast so if you're a certified fan it's going to be on our certified fans facebook page 8 p.m eastern coming up on uh next monday the 14th if you're like hey i'm a certified i want to be a certified fan what is this thing you talk about well this is our uh people that can contribute a a couple bucks a month uh every month to our show it's six dollars a month and the perks that come with it, and there's more that I'll explain on this um, uh, this state of the pod address that we're going to do. So hopefully you'll be able to join us or maybe watch it uh, live. But you can join certified fans right now. We do need three people this month to kind of keep this keep this system going. You know what I mean? So um, if you want to support our show, be a part of the state of the pod address. Uh, get all the perks that come with it. Text the word fans F A N S to eight 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 Kramer eight, and then Monday I will be excited to reveal. Because uh, I know I've been saying, hey, we're working on some stuff behind the scenes, uh, but I'll be able to explain everything to certified fans only. And then most likely everyone else will find out around October, uh, maybe late September, early October. Uh, so anyway, if you want to be a part of it, text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. We need three people this month, please. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to spin our wheel of certified fans because we do dedicate every show to one person. And since we don't have anybody new today... We're going to say hi to certified fan number 401. 401, all the way from, I shouldn't say what street you live on. That'd be terrible. Um, <laughs> Tula Vista, California. Wouldn't that be awful if I just gave your home address out if you're listening oh, to the podcast? Gosh. I'm like, hit this person up. Here's her cell phone. Um, <laughs> Marissa G. Marissa G. Okay. Marissa's been with us since, uh, wow, for a while now, October of 21, which like, didn't mm. that seem like a lifetime ago? Mm-hmm. Melissa, that's crazy. That is such a long time to support a podcast. And just know that we are forever grateful for your continued contributions to our show. Because without you, mm-hmm. uh, we would not have this podcast, honestly. If we lost one more of y'all, I feel like we're going to have to shut this thing down. <laughs> so no, um, we just can't. Thank you so much for uh, for supporting us. If you uh, let's well, no, let's give Melissa her her whoop whoop. She deserves mm-hmm. this absolutely. Okay. Whoop whoop to Marissa. No, Melissa. No, oh no, I know. I'm sorry. It is Marissa. You're totally right. I was wrong. I thought oh, for some reason thought Melissa. That's what I wrote down. M A R S S A. I hope. I uh, I typically never get one mm. thing wrong. This is the first time I've ever no, been wrong. No, never. This is the first mistake you've ever made. Amazing. Let me write this down on my calendar. Yeah, everybody mark it down. We can come back and remember this every 8th uh-huh. of August that I right. screwed up one time. Yes, exactly. 
All right. Thank you so much. If you want to wait, did you give her a whoop whoop or did I cut you off? No, I gave her a whoop whoop. Okay. So if you want to uh, support us, text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. And hopefully Marissa will see you coming up on uh, Monday night for the State of the Pod. Um, all right. Ask my mom. This is our advice segment. We do Tuesdays, Thursdays. If you ever have a dilemma that you want to hear talked out by a real professional mom, then you can go to certifiedmamasboy.com. Submit your, your dilemma over there under the contact us section. And my mom will read it on the podcast. She's been a mom now for 44 years. She will give you some motherly advice. And then we as your podcast fam hop in as well with our two cents. So mom, without further ado, ask my mom. Dear Mama Nancy, I have more of a morality question I'm feeling guilty about. Over the weekend, I went to CVS, the one I go to all the time. I was looking at sale items on an end cap near the front of the store when I heard someone yell, Hey, stop him. I looked up the aisle and there was a guy running straight at me. We locked eyes for a second and I probably could have tackled him or tripped him or something, but I didn't. I let him run by. I did have pepper spray, but I didn't think to use it. The manager came down the aisle and yelled at me for not stopping the guy. First, The guy could have had a knife. I thought most employees were trained not to physically detain shoplifters, so I don't know why the manager was mad, wasn't coming out of his pocket. But secondly, the guy had a bag of diapers under his arm. Felt wrong to stop him if he's having trouble taking care of his kid. It's not like he was stealing whiskey or something. Was I wrong to not stop him? No. I don't think so. And I'm going to tell you right now, I wouldn't have stopped him, nor would I have suggested to any of my children that they do, because you're absolutely right. You don't know. He could have had a gun. He could have had a knife. He could have had anything. And and I would be compassionate, too, around the fact, I mean, yes, it's wrong to steal, but if he's stealing diapers, I mean, come on, the guy's having a hard time. I mean, no. No, I would not feel guilty or bad about that. And I think it's wrong for anyone in that store to come and yell at you because you didn't stop didn't stop the person they wanted. No, that's all wrong. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, I don't. No. You know, this actually, I got hell one time. Um, and the situation was a little bit different. If you list, used to listen to me in Phoenix, and I was, this was such a stupid story in hindsight now. Um, I was at Safeway over in downtown Phoenix, and somebody came out of the store and actually stole a woman's purse uh, like mm-hmm. off her arm and kept running, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy kind of was like running towards me. And like I thought about maybe I should stop him, but then I didn't. And then we were on the air and we talked about like, what should I have, you know, stopped mm-hmm. this guy? Now, keep in mind, this is mm-hmm. also 2015. Things were like, I don't feel we were on so much on edge back then, but like it was 2014. Um, and so, but I still, in hindsight now, would not have changed anyway. The reason I said it was stupid is because we talked about it on the air and then like, my boss was like, oh, I loved y'all talking about that. That was great. And then we put it on Facebook, and then people started giving me shit for it. They're like, oh, a real man would step up and do something mm-hmm. about it. And then he literally called me. He's like, what are we going to do about this? Like, nah. And I was like, you literally said you loved it. Oh, like, You can't just no. you can't say you love it one day and then like five hours mm-hmm. later be like, this is terrible. Why are y'all doing this? It was, mm-hmm. Anyway, that's, that was like how my life was in Phoenix. If you wonder why I left <laughs> Phoenix, there's your answer. Um, 
<laughs> so, um, yeah. So, no, I don't think anybody should. If, if no one's life is in danger, I don't think mm-hmm. in 2023 any of us should put ourselves in the sight of danger. Does that make sense? No. Like, don't ever. And I see this happening all the time now. And I feel like this has also changed where stores, I, for some reason, over maybe his last week, I started getting fed all these TikTok videos of mm-hmm. like people stealing in stores mm-hmm. and like the staff not doing anything. And like, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not going to risk my life for, uh, you know, $15 an hour. Like yeah. it's not worth it. If I'm, if I'm working in a, you know, I'm telling you yeah. right now, if somebody runs in the radio station and like mm-hmm. tries to take over the airwaves, I'm going to give it to them. I'm not going to mm-hmm. try to stop nobody. Like no, it is no. not worth it. Now, again, if someone's mm-hmm. life is in danger, mm, I think we have like a different, different conversation to have, but like if people are just stealing shit nowadays, like I just, I'm going to let them go. And no, you should mm-hmm. not ever try to stop somebody. Um, if, if they're just stealing no. stuff from a store no, and the manager should not have given you a hard time for that either. I'm sorry no. they did because that was like it's a terrible. really, yeah, but maybe you've been in a spot like this before where you could actually give some feedback for, you know, if you did stop somebody, because I don't think it would, <laughs> for those people that did, like, did it make you feel like much more of a hero? You know, like, did you walk out of there and be like, ha I saved CBS $15 from diaper, $20 right. from diapers or whatever. Like, right. I just don't think most people are going to do that anyway. Um, 888-Kramer8. If you've been in a situation like this, it's always kind of good to hear how these things turn out and other situations. So call us up or text us. Mm-hmm. All right, Mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Can't wait to hear tomorrow. Where'd you go tonight? Oh, my God. I just saw a chihuahua walking by outside, and I'm like, I just got to get one. It was a baby chihuahua, too. Why? Why do you got to be so cute and tip me like that? Thank you for everyone that has tuned in today. That is you. Appreciate you being here. Don't forget, August 14th, State of the Pod, certified fans. Love you. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.